When I first started this podcast, I had no clue what I was doing, and it showed. This podcast was terrible in the beginning, so much so that when people tell me today that they listen to early episodes, I cringe because it was just that bad. But along the way, of course, I figured things out and started growing as I was going. But I wish I knew these things in the beginning. I could have saved so much time, money, and just sheer embarrassment. Now I'm solving for all of the unknown variables of podcasting for you with my brand new course, How to Become a Rockstar Podcaster. Oh, and by the way, it's completely free. In the course, I give away every single one of my secrets from marketing to building a business around your podcast and monetizing your podcast without ads. I put a ton of effort into this course over the past few months, and it is extremely professional. And this is something that people around me said I should be selling for 400 bucks, but I said, no, I am giving this away for free. I couldn't think of something better to share with you. So for free access to my new course, How to Become a Rockstar Podcaster, you can go to jordanparis.com forward slash course. That's jordanparis.com forward slash course for free access to my brand new course, How to Become a Rockstar Podcaster. I look forward to seeing you in the course. Let's build a business around your podcast. Today on Growth Mindset University. It's because I see my clients making like 20 grand a month themselves with no following whatsoever, no platform. You're talking to me about someone with like a thousand followers at dinner last night. Right. I was like... You're listening to Growth Mindset University, educating tomorrow's leaders with lessons from today's entrepreneurial elite. It's a progressive new age of business we find ourselves in, and we'll help you find the success you seek by listening to today's industry professionals and thought leaders teach us the lessons we should have learned in school but didn't. Now, please welcome your host, Jordan Paris. I am extremely grateful that you are here with me today on Growth Mindset University. We have interviews with the best of the best. New York Times bestselling authors, billionaires, the like, the most successful people in the world, people like Mark Manson, Naveen Jain, James Altucher, so many more. And I don't want you to miss these interviews. So go ahead and subscribe to this podcast, Growth Mindset University, wherever you are listening right now. One of my favorite things is when you reach out to our guests that we have on the show. So for example, if you enjoy today's guest, please reach out to them Tell them that you enjoyed today's episode. Send them that token of gratitude. Like, look, I heard John Jordan's show and it was so good. This really impacted me. If you do this with every guest, you're going to start building a world-class network in record time. This is how I built my network. So this is just another way I'm looking to give back to you here. Just give you this little tip. So reach out to our guest today. And now without further ado, please enjoy the show. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. So I'm here with my pal Lauren Tickner again. We're here this time. Last time we were in New York. Wow, we're such jet setters, aren't we? Now now we're in Miami, which I haven't spent much time in Miami, so it's it's good to be here. Beautiful. You picked a great place. It's beautiful here. And uh, so I'm trying to think, like, how how to introduce you. I mean, you. I mean, there's what we're going to talk about today is coaching. Coaching, and, consulting. Right. 
because I have I have such a keen interest to to learn that, and you're actually coaching me on that right now. You're you're my coach right now. Uh, we just struck a deal last night. We did, yeah. And Jordan goes, I heard that you should never take the first offer. I, she, he took it like that. I was like, <laughs> I, I literally said, she she offered me something. I said, deal. And, and the deal was done. And then I said, you know, if I've learned anything, it's to never take the first <laughs> offer. And she's like, well, you just took it. So I said... Uh, it was too late at that point. I said, oh, I thought my microphone fell or something. Oh, the battery fell. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, we had some technical difficulties setting up to a lot of mental errors. Tell them about your morning. Come on, let's let's go in with so, that. But guys, you must sure, yeah, you must yeah, yeah, know yeah. that this is going to be a highly valuable so, episode today. But Jordan yeah. has a story first. So this, I I woke up this morning, and um, yeah, I woke up at seven a.m. And I actually, since I'm like traveling, I don't I actually don't have a book to read. I was on my phone for like the first hour of the day, which is pretty bad, and then. Um, which fine, you know, nothing's gone wrong yet. But you know, I come out here, I come out in the living room here, and uh, and the door locks behind me. This door locks, uh, and and meanwhile, Lauren's going off to the gym. I don't have gym clothes, so I'm not going with her. And I'm and and I got this, and we're waiting on like this guy from that owns the Airbnb, this place that we're at, to like respond. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm playing like this waiting game, and 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 so she leaves to the gym, and I'm just like all right, like there's, there's gotta be a way. Like I'm going to, at first I was like pretty frustrated. And then I I think you sensed that before you left. Oh yeah. And then I was like, I was like, I'm going to attack this with a growth mindset, like per se, you know, and I'm going to, there's gotta be a way to like get in here. So I'm, I'm searching all these drawers under carpets and I end up finding three keys None of which end up working for the for the door. So uh, I tried sticking a nail in there. It was a really thin nail, like to pick the lock. <laughs> you didn't tell me that. <laughs> and and the nail got stuck in there. And I oh, used no another way. one to get it out. So I got it oh, out. Geez. And so for thirty five minutes, I'm trying to like get into my room, and I'm just sitting here in Miami out with with no. I got pants on, no shirt, and I'm like, got, I got morning breath, and I'm like, and I like I can't go anywhere. <laughs> and, all my keys, everything's in there. And uh, so I finally, I was like, you know what? This deck is pretty big. My, I have a deck door too. It's like a... A balcony door. Yeah, it's a big balcony. Yeah. Let me go over here and try and get in this way. Let me try and get in through the deck door. And I push it and it doesn't go. It doesn't go. And then I... Uh, Let's just like imagine this for a minute though. Jordan's there, and like, were you wearing pants or shorts? Either I was wearing or, shorts. He was wearing yeah. shorts, no top. Like, he had none of his coats. Bedhead. He's, like, scavenging around this living room, under the rugs, under everything, like, looking for some keys, gets some nails stuck in the key, and then yeah, yeah. comes outside, and is, like, topless on his balcony <laughs> trying to open the door. Yeah, you yeah, must have yeah. looked crazy if anyone and, could see you. Yeah, and, there, and there's a point to this story, too. Never tell a story without a point, never a point without a story. Agreed. There's a point to this, but... And so I so I push on the the balcony door. It doesn't open, and then I like, I with all my strength I rip it open, and it comes open. I just did, I was too weak on the first one, and uh, should have been coming to the gym. Yeah, I know, I know. So I I got in after thirty five minutes, and I said thank God. And, and it was I, crazy because at that yeah. exact moment that you messaged back saying that you got in, 
the guy replied back telling me that there was a key. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, somewhere yeah. above some furnace. I, don't <laughs> I was know. happy I figured it out by myself. So, yeah, 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 rewarding. So what was the point so, of the story? Well, hold, we're not there yet. Oh, we're not there. Sorry. And then I, and then, so like, I don't have a, a, a blow dryer here, a hair dryer, and I never go out without like blow drying my hair because like it, Such a I mold it into the form. Like I, I blow dry it into like this, this pompadour form. Okay. People would, won't understand unless they, unless they got a blow, blow dryer and use it every day. Some people, a few people, are going to be like, yeah, yeah, but n- odds are ninety nine percent. I'm just a little weirdo, mm. but uh, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to walk down to Hair Cuttery and uh, and use and, and ask them to blow dry wet and blow dry my hair. And I walk in, and it's a forty five minute to an hour wait. And I and I said, all right, I'll I'll be back. And I put my name in. I'll be. I said I'll be back. And uh, and I walk in thirty seconds later. I'm like. I will give you guys $10 right now if I can use your blow dryer. It will literally take me three minutes. And he's like, no, we can't do that. I'm like, all right, all good. I'll, I'll be back. Would have been easy money. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I walk over to, yeah, like, well, he doesn't does nothing. Um, then I walk over to Publix, and I was like, you guys got blow dryers there? <laughs> and, and so I pick one out, and, uh, and I got it. And... Um, and it helps you with your shirt situation as well. And I, so I, 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 I walk, I go into my bag today. And my shirt has like random soap stains all over it, and Basically, it's like he's greasy. A bad day. Well, then, then too, I I'm like walking back and from the getting the hair dryer at Publix, and on my car is a nice big parking ticket. <laughs> so I'm just like, come on! And so I'm I'm like feeling a little bit of pressure at this point, you know. And then I remember this other parking ticket that I got in Delray Beach in October that I had never paid, and I was. And, uh, and so I'm probably going to be getting something in the mail. Because I, I just, like, I, I forgot. The, the thing, the paper, uh, very unfortunately, like, I had the top down and it flew out. Mm, it flew out. and I lying. So I don't know how to pay it. Um, I also haven't really tried, but whatever. And it was it was also kind of, it, I was three minutes late and the guy was writing up the parking oh. ticket. I was, I was, like, coming there. I was, like, I was, like, guy. I was, like, guy, come on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no sympathy. And then, uh, so... The point here is that, like, uh, you know, our friend Christina had, had uh, as she had pointed out, like, like you're encountering like a lot of resistance right hey, now. Hey, it was me that pointed that out. Oh, it was you? Yeah. Oh, okay. I always okay. notice things like this because here's the thing: Jordan's about to build an online coaching business, really changing people's lives, businesses, and all that. And I said, I was like, whenever you are about to make a massive change in your life, where something really good is about to happen, you yeah. know. When a massive pivotal period of life is coming, massive resistance comes along with it. Because here's the thing, life wants you to stay where you're at, right? It's comfortable, it's easy, that's why you're there. Because if it was difficult, you know, you'd be in a different situation. And when life is too easy, you're just coasting on through. And so it's like, you always want to remain here. Like, it's like how the body, if, you know, we both used to be in the fitness industry, the body wants to remain at at homeostasis and you have a set point with your body weight. It's just like in your business, your income and all that, you have a set point because of the environment around you, because of what you've been, what you've always known. And so when you're about to make a massive change, you put yourself in different situations that are, well, they're, they're different to normal. And with that said, that's why all this resistance happens because life is like, 
no, you want to stay where you're at because it's easy and it's comfortable. Yeah. And I think that that's what's happening to you right now. And I was just going to say, like, I've been struggling with that for uh, almost two years now. Uh, really over the past, ma- mainly over the past six months, like, I've been super, super comfortable. Mm. Like, like, I'm doing all right. Mm. And it's like, and I'm just not, I haven't been that's my big struggle. I haven't been like motivated to like, you know, go out and, and really build this, this big business. Like you had mentioned, I'm not, you know, with my marketing and production agency for podcasters, I'm not like motivated to like, I've never reached out to anyone ever. Ever, Any, any client I've ever gotten has been by chance Mm -hmm. and, and people reaching out to me and, or introductions or, you know, like I've never, like, I just kind of sit back because I'm, because I'm comfortable. And this is what, you're helping me really, really break out of right now. Uh, right. With, you know, with you coaching me, which uh, I mean, we haven't even, we barely even started the, the journey. You know, I have to go through your course and then we're going to. I did one really... call with Jordan and he was like, I am just so mind blown right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I think, here's the thing. I think the reason why so many people, perhaps yourself included, and anyone who's consuming this content right now, I think the reason why they do get complacent or they're just coasting and they're like, life is good, I'm comfortable, is because of who you're around. The people that you see. Because it's really easy when all of your friends have stable jobs, they have a similar income to you and all that. It's really easy to think, yeah, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing, I'm doing really well. And I think it's, it's tough because there's a, a fine line between being complacent and sort of getting lazy and wanting more and not being grateful for what you for what you currently have. I think growth and gratitude, there is a there's a fine balance and a fine line between them. Because you have to be grateful for where you're at right now, but also know that you want to improve and develop. And I think that's really tough because when for example, for me right now, I have big, big goals and I'm not comfortable with where I'm at by any means, even though compared to the majority but of twenty two year olds. Right, and so you make a lot of money. You for make sure, a lot more than I do. hundred percent. That's why. That's why I'm I, like I'm here to learn. Right, but at the same time, I'm not looking around people who are sort of like similar age to me. Yeah. I'm looking at people who have done what I want to do, and I want to do more than that because I'm like I know I can do it. Yeah. And so, I think it's a case of like being smart with who you're looking to for inspiration right and making sure and this is another topic in itself i think the whole online space there's a lot of smoke and mirrors whereby people aren't necessarily totally honest with everything that's going on and i think that that is causing people to have unrealistic goals but ultimately i think then some people cause those unrealistic realities that people portray to make them feel so far from it right whereas like for you with everything that you're doing you're not far from it at all mm-hmm. it's just right now you don't know how yeah. and I think that's why personally I like on my YouTube videos just to show that I'm just like a normal person yeah. and just being dumb like you know how weird I am like it's just so yeah. so uh, I, I want to make sure because we forgot last time when we did our podcast last time in the beginning where people can find you at Lauren oh, yeah. yeah at Lauren Tickner on Instagram uh, Lauren Tickner on LinkedIn. on LinkedIn uh, Impact School the podcast oh yeah and where what's your website right now what's your favorite website oh my gosh okay so right now i don't actually have a personal website because we just haven't needed it honestly but the 
the main entrance to everything that we do is newonlinecoach.com. Cool, cool. So, like, I, I, I just want to emphasize for people here, I mean, like, there's, there's coaches. There's so many. There's so many coaches, 90% of which, I mean, more than that, like, I really don't respect. Like, Interesting. Why? I feel like um, I feel like they're frauds. Right. Yeah. It's a big problem in the industry. Yes. It's a it's a massive problem because when there's no regulation in something, the barrier to entrance is really low. Yeah. So anyone who has a laptop can get into it. And so I think it's problematic because if you're not good at what you do, you can still get yeah. into yeah. it, and you can make it look like you are good at what you do when actually you're not. Yeah. And that is a massive, massive problem that I'm seeing in all different industries, whether it's fitness coaching, business coaching, relationship coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Well, so that's why I wanted to emphasize, like, I, I see how much you crush it in this industry. And not only how much money, like, you make, but how much money you make for your clients. Right. That's, like, the biggest thing. It just makes oh, yeah. it makes sense for people to go work with you because you're you're literally making them so much money. Right, it's, it's really think, great. Yeah, I mean, for me, that's the best thing about it. It's yeah. like, you know, I think that everything in life and business is sequential. So I think that in the beginning, a lot of people get attracted to something because they want to make money. And they're like, I can do this, and I can make multiple six figures a year, and that's why they get in. But the thing that's going to cause you to stay is not your own personal income. So for me now, the thing which really keeps me going and keeps me motivated and keeps me wanting to grow is because I see my clients making like 20 grand a month themselves with no following whatsoever, no right. platform. You, you're talking to me about someone with like a thousand followers at dinner last night. Right. I was like, I was like, what the heck? Right. Because the thing is they now know how to actually get clients and charge a high yeah. price point for those clients. And those clients, they work with on an intimate level and yeah. really change their lives. So, like, let's let's talk here. What's if I want to become a coach? You know, what what for me? I know we had this conversation on the phone last month. Like, what's step one here? So, the first step in order to become an online coach or consultant is to figure out what outcome are you going to be taking people to. Yep. This okay. is guys. This is like this is such an important. Thing, the oh, outcome yeah. here it is everything i think at this there's, there's sort of two key components it's what is the outcome you're taking people to and who are those people who you're going to be taking to that outcome because you could be helping people find lasting love but is it going to be recently divorced middle-aged men is it going to be students in college who's it going to be right you need to figure both of those things out usually your best ideal client as they call it the person who you're helping is you just a few years ago. So for me, <laughs> I'm helping people build online coaching and consulting companies because that's what I did for myself. I started around four, four and a half years ago now. And because I know that when I first got started, there were so many different options. I could sell ebooks, membership sites. I could do one-on-one coaching. Mm-hmm. I could do group courses and all that. And then it's like, how much do I charge? And what software do I use? How do I actually deliver the results? There's so many questions people have. And so I knew that that's what I would have wanted back then. And also, I would have wanted to have been able to see someone who integrated it with their life rather than is just eat, sleep, breathe that. Because 
in the fitness industry, that's why this comes to mind, but in the fitness industry and spiritual industries, I typically see it as well. It's like they dedicate their life to that, but your clients probably don't want to dedicate their lives to it. They want to be good at it and they want to get the outcome. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like, know what the outcome is that you take people to. What's your outcome? My outcome is helping people build multiple six-figure online businesses. Mm. And you and you have the results and numbers and clients to back it up. Oh, you yeah. Have so, you have so many video testimonials, it's like ridiculous. <laughs> I, they, I can't even imagine having that many video testimonials. I have a lot of testimonials, Right, not like video. screenshots. Yeah, I mean, they, people want to send them in. Like, a lot of them we don't even ask. Now, that's how you know when you're really building a business that changes lives. Because here's the thing, you can't do this. Because what I'm all about is high price high transformation because when yeah. people pay they pay attention and so in order to actually get someone to that outcome they have to have some skin in the game now think about it this way jordan if you were let's just say you had just had a divorce right and i'm and i come up to jordan i'd be, I'd be lucky to get married at this oh point okay, don't say that but let's just say you just had a divorce right someone who's consuming this content right now maybe that if I was to come to you and say, hey, Jordan, buy this $20 ebook and I'm going to solve all of your mental health yeah, struggles nah. and help you find a new partner. I'm not answering. Would you? But if I was to say, hey, Jordan, like for five grand, I know I can help you genuinely find a new partner and be happier than ever. Mm. You'd be like five grand. Like that's a good amount of money. I, I trust in you. Yes. And so as the coach or the consultant in that position, it's a lot of responsibility But at the same time, in order to get started, I know that was your initial question. In order to get started, what you want to do is get maybe three to 10 clients who come in and you say, hey, look, you're one of my first online clients. Being really transparent with that. Not not pretending like, you know. No no BS. And you're like, hey, you're going to be one of my first few people. I'm going to be real. This is the first time that I've done coaching with this online. But here's the results I've had for myself or my family or Mm. my friends or whatever. So I can get started with you. I'm going to give you a discounted rate. And all I ask in return... How much discount? I would give half off. But then, again, the pricing that you're setting at that moment is kind of arbitrary. Like, it's just shooting in the dark, really. I think people think when it comes to pricing, it has to be this perfectly calculated thing. But ultimately, it's like, if I was to tell you... I know you used to be in the fitness industry. So, if I was to tell you, I say, like, hey, Jordan, if you knew now everything you know about fitness back then when you were first getting started, how much would you have paid for that? Because for me, realistically, I had, when I was, because I was a fitness coach before I started all this, I had issues with food. I spent money on stupid skinny teas. I bought all these, uh, like, diet shakes and all that. I probably spent about, honestly, I probably spent about, like, 3000 And then that doesn't include all of the mental health issues that I gave myself through restricting my calories so low that I was having panic attacks every single day and couldn't last a full day in school. So realistically, if I was to think, how much would I have paid to be guided through how to do it in the healthy way, losing weight the healthy way? Oh my gosh. And and again, this is for every niche, by the way, but I'm just giving a fitness example. I would have, if I had had the money available, I would have paid thousands. But I didn't have the money available because the ideal client I was... I was a young girl. So, like, a personal trainer that wants to become a fitness coach, mm. you know, some sort of some sort of coach, independent of their, you know, the studio that they that they train at yeah. and the time that they trade Online. for dollars. If right. they want to build a, a coaching business, yeah. like, what would what would be their outcome? Do Do you think? 
Well, that outcome is well for that business. It depends how much money. No, they how, make. The, the outcome for like you know their their their, client. their, their clients in yeah. this coaching business. So yeah. it really depends. Again, it depends. This same answer that I'm saying would apply for fitness, business, relationships, yeah. any industry. It's literally like, what are you good at? Can you help someone lose 20 pounds within 90 days? Can you help someone build a podcast and get 100,000 downloads in six months? Can you help someone no longer self-sabotage every single time they try and get a new job? What is the outcome that you can help people achieve? You know, I have a client who helps people get high-paying jobs in corporate. That's the outcome that they achieve. Well, that's when it goes next level, when you help people make money. It's, it's very different when, like, okay, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do coaching. I'm going to help people. I'm going to get people abs, you know, if I'm a, pers- if I'm a personal trainer. Um, I'm going I'm to help people trying to think with, like... I know what you're saying. With, with, B2B I'm gonna, versus B2C. I'm going to help people get 70,000 views on, on LinkedIn per week. I'm going to help them get 2 million views every six months. I'm going to... Right. But, like, those are... We, that, those are all, like, vanity things, like... And, and I don't know, like, like how, how are we going to, like, because I feel like it only works if we're making the client money. Okay, I hear what you're saying, and I understand what you're talking about. When I was in fitness, I was not making people money. I was shifting their mind and changing their body. But there's three things that actually sell, okay? The first is anything to do with health. The second is anything to do with wealth. And the third is to do with relationships. I was just going to say, yeah. Because we had talked about that earlier. Yeah. Health, wealth, and relationships, they are the three sexy industries that actually sell. Now, here's the thing. If you're going to teach someone how to play the guitar, by all means, that's absolutely fine. But you have to wrap that as your unique mechanism to take them to either a health, wealth, or a relationship outcome. So maybe you help men find a life partner. Maybe one of your unique mechanisms is teaching them how to play the guitar so that they have something kind of like attractive to talk and a talking point with girls, right? That would just be like one part of it. It can't be everything. And of course, guitar teachers, they make a lot of money if they do it right, but you can't be charging that high, high price point. And ultimately, it's like, what do you want to do? Do you want to give people a skill or do you want to really change their lives? For me personally, I only work with people who really want to change people's lives because I want to be doing something that's rewarding. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you kind of look a bit confused. It's just a lot, man. This this whole I mean, it's, I'm not I'm not confused. So like I'm I'm just thinking now like so when we we define the outcome. Yeah. And then what? Then what's our next step? Okay, so you, By you, the way, I want to I I was thinking about this last night when I was like going to sleep like I'm literally going to re-listen. I, I re-listen to a lot of podcasts just for like, you know, just to like critique myself yeah. and become a better interviewer. But I'm going to be listening back to this one and like actually like having my journal in front of me, like writing out step one, step two, maybe like some sub bullet points of like awesome. notes for me. And I, I highly recommend that people do that as well. So number one, define the outcome that you're going to take your clients to. Right. Number two is, of course, going to be who is that who client going to be? Who you're okay. taking to them to the outcome? Third. And of course, you have access to the the e portal, so you have it all there, step by step I as do. well, which is going to be nice. But next up after that is, in my opinion, going out there and getting your first few clients. Now, if you already Ow. have, I'll talk about that in a sec. But if you already have some clients right now, maybe you have in person clients. You could see if they wanted to go online. But 
if you already have clients as well, it's like okay, for in-person clients, as in like personal training, personal is training, or yeah. maybe you are a chiropractor, or you do some sort of like physical thing, <laughs> whatever it happens to be. Maybe you're a therapist. What would a chiropractor do? A coaching they, business for? They'd mostly be integrating like physiotherapy type stuff. Yeah, I, I think the chiropractic industry in the USA is different to in England. So oh. maybe I can't. Maybe I should have said a physiotherapist okay. because honestly. Um, in England, yeah, chiropractor is like way different than here. I think they're pretty, they're, uh, they're pretty, really well paid in the US. Right? Either way, I think like a good idea would be, you know, let's say my uncle has, who does, he has a really great rocking uh, chiropractic care practice, mm. and he wants to, you know, help do this for other people, you right. know, help build right. a business for other B2B. people. He could yeah. be a really rock solid coach and totally. making people money. Yeah, exactly. So I was just thinking of an example. I have a client called Oli and he has a physical, a physical physio business. And so, um, he is now building out a program online where he can solve people's back pain, right? Mm. He's that his outcome is no more back pain. And he's doing that through teaching them how to My exercise. dad would pay for that if it was a guarantee. That's totally. the other thing, too. You, 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 you're all about guarantees, aren't you? Do you like... What do you think about guarantees? I'm actually not, no. Because yeah. here's the thing. Like, at this, uh, it sounds nice to have a guarantee, but you want people to do the work. And I used to have guarantees. That's probably why you're thinking that. I used to have mm. a lifetime guarantee. But what we noticed is that I was like, okay, I'm going to test taking this away, see how it happens. Because we found that some people who had done no work coming back to us saying I want my money back and I'm like but you came to us because you wanted the outcome and now you want your money back we fulfilled I've given you the coaching I've paid my team to actually work with you but you just haven't done any of the work and so for me that was really frustrating not just because like obviously it, it causes me to lose money but it's also really like someone wanting a refund is the most I guess I still to this uh, point it upsets me yeah because I know yeah. what I do is good and so I try not to take it personally because I don't think you should take things in business personally, but that's the one thing that still really does get to me. And it's because I care so much about my clients getting results, but here's the thing. With the guarantee, it's kind of like people have a plan B. And I think oftentimes in life, having a plan B can be the, the most deadly thing to you because it means that you can get complacent and you can get lazy and you can shift the blame and the ownership. Yeah. And in order to be a truly successful business owner, you have to take total ownership over everything that you do, mm. right? And know that the reason why you're not getting results is because you're not putting in the work. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm going to put my side of the bargain up. You fulfill what you said you were going to do and you will get the result. I feel like it does boost the success rates of your clients oh, by not absolutely. having this money back guarantee. Like, 100%, like yeah. probably twice as much. Oh, it, it goes from having like a few clients who are unsuccessful because mm. they just don't do it. Mm. For some reason, they must have an extra spare few thousand just like sitting around. I was like, yep, I'm going to pay Lauren. Like, I'm good, but I don't want that. You know, I don't want those clients. So typically when you that You still have that though. What, have some clients who just don't do it? Yeah. Even though they've paid, yeah. It's so bizarre. So I'll try and contact them and sometimes I'll get on a call with them and say, hey, is everything okay? Like, let's do a repeat of the last quarter or something because I'm not going to just take their money for no reason. But sometimes they just totally ignore you. It's so strange. But, you know, things happen in people's lives. This is part of business. And, and I think the reason why people might be surprised that I'm sharing this is because no one shares it. But I'm sharing it because I want people to know that it's normal. Mm. And you will get people who just vanish off the face of the earth. Don't know. It's interesting, yeah. but it's online business. That's the thing. Um, so back to your question. 
you asked what would sort of be the first steps yeah, yeah. to get these online clients. Well, we give our clients this thing called the money-making messaging method. I know you've heard about it. I and know. You've seen, you've, I, I you've was, seen us doing it in action. It piqued my interest on it. Right. And, and you just... And I, you know, I go to your, I, I was, I was just standing next to you looking at, you know, look with you on the computer and, you know, going through your messages and, and you're like, oh, it's a bit slow right now. And I'm like looking at like within like the 10 o'clock hour, like all these interested people, like want, like ready to give you money. And I'm just like, like, this isn't like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. For me, I'm like freaking out. I'm like, why is there not hundreds? There's only dozens right now. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I got a lot of work to do. I said. <laughs> oh my gosh. For real though. So, I mean, it's, it's one so the money making, uh, the money making messenger, of money people. making messaging <laughs> method. We just call it. Because it's like M M M M. I don't know. Like when you see it ran down, it looks kind of funny. So tell me about. Oh, well, okay. If people are like around on the, balconies around us they're gonna be like what is going on over there (laughs) (laughs) but basically it's essentially a conversation structure right because in my opinion having tried and tested webinars and vsls and messenger boards and ads and everything everything the best way to get people to want to work with you is speaking to them and listening to them you know this just as well as anyone else and so I was like, okay, well, I can't do phone calls with every single person who expresses any interest. I only want to get on the phone and have my team get on the phone with people who are the most interested. So we figured out a way to actually have people, by the time they get on a phone call, feel like they already want to work with us. And that's through using, mm, okay? And that's why it's so good, it's so delicious. (laughs) Here's the thing, right? It's basically... First of all, you need to start the conversation. So that could be you reaching out to someone or you saying on this podcast right here, hey guys, send me a message with your goals relating to your business. Okay, so guys, go send that to Jordan and I, right? So that could be an inbound person. They come in to you. Or it could be you reaching out to them. Okay, so if you want to reach out to people, the way in which my clients find to be the most effective is if you want to use LinkedIn, just typing in the job title that they might have. If you're B2B, that's easy. If you're B2C, it's like, who do you want to work with? If you're a fitness coach, maybe you want to go for people who are like lawyers, bankers, mm. CEOs, because they have money. And again... So you type that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used to like... I did. I used to like do this when I wanted a TED Talk. I typed in TEDx organizer. I typed in TEDx curator. I connected with, with hundreds of them. Right. I got like hundreds of people in my network are, are TEDx like event organizers. And I did it with Forbes contributors when I wanted to be in Forbes. And I plant these seeds like two years in advance. And I would like wait for like some things to materialize, which is, which is not really like the way to – I feel like it, Lauren's advertising a go-getter way. I'm like, you know, and, and, and I'm like more laid back. You and this is what I need to change here. Right, because like ultimately it's like, yeah, you can wait for things to happen or you can make them happen for yourself. Mm. It's like, what type of life do you want? You're waiting for life to like dictate where you go or do you want to take control of your life and you be the one deciding yeah. the outcome? So, so let's use let's use that LinkedIn search tab, which by the way, if you're like, you're not on LinkedIn right now, I mean, Easy. big time missing out. Oh yeah. That's- so, and, and we're typing in our, the, the titles of, of who, of who makes the decisions. And, right. You know, who's going to give us 
Who's going to be our ideal client? Yeah. yeah. Who's going to give us money? Yeah. Exactly. And who are we going to help and change their life? Who are we going to help? Yeah. So you can do that on Instagram. It's pretty easy. You can just type the type of hashtags that your potential client would be using. So maybe if your potential client is someone who is trying to think of a think of think of something. Like I don't want to. I keep using fitness examples mm. just because they always come to my mind because that was where I was at. Think just, of like a coaching business. Yeah. Oh, I. I mean, I like the getting a, a podcast host to a hundred thousand downloads okay. in six okay. months. So literally, for you, it'd be really easy. Exactly. Hashtag podcast host. Yeah. Just search that and then look through the hashtags, and then go onto their profile. And what I do not even ha- you can just type in podcast, podcast host. host. Yeah, you, you can, can do, do both. both. I didn't think about hashtags. It depends though. how sort of in need you are. But then oh. you can you could even join Facebook groups, okay? So then what you're going to do is you're just going to say compliment question, okay? So, hey Jordan, your show looks awesome. How long have you been a podcast host? Compliment That's question is it. the key to outreach. People and think that outreach needs to be hard and cringy, but if you ask a if you give them a compliment and then ask them a question, they know that you've looked into their stuff and they see that you're interested in them. But one final quick thing. Don't have the compliment be really cringy, and oh. make sure you've actually what's looked cr- into them. What's a cringy compliment? A cringy compliment could be something like, "Hey, your work looks great." Oh God! It's so Love bland, your work. Love right? Your work. That doesn't count. Yeah. It has to be thought-provoking. Yes. So maybe if specific, they, exactly. Specific, like the, it's just like when you're reaching out yeah. to podcast guests, you make it clear that you've consumed their content. My before. my first paragraph, yes, it's something like right. it's something ultra specific that exactly. shows them. Specifically, what Lauren just said that I have consumed their content exactly. and been impacted by. Yeah, so you could literally just reply to their story because then if you're on Instagram, because people are surprised that you're watching their story, and then I don't know, their story could literally be them with their Especially kid riding you. a bike. You guys, I, I, I tell me, like maybe I'm like uh, just tantalized by it, uh, by it, and like you know maybe I think the it's, blue tick is bigger than it actually is, but I feel like. You with your blue check mark in people's inboxes is a big advantage. Like with, with with the way people perceive that. I hear what you're saying, and I think that in my industry I've built some level of credibility, and I do think the blue tick can help maybe one percent. But here's the thing: you have to remember that when you're an expert in your topic, people see you as above them in that. Yeah. Even though I don't ever want to position myself above someone in sales and coaching, it helps, right? And it is true in that industry. Like, for example, when it comes to coaching, consulting online, I know a lot more than you, right? We spoke about this last night. Yes. When it comes to podcasting and LinkedIn, you know a lot more than me. He has this, like, machine here right now. I think it's called, like, a... Zoom H5. What's it called again? What do they call these? That's, I, a, I don't that's even... a recorder. It's a Zoom H5. A Zoom it's, H5. It's got all sorts of lines out and wires coming out of it right now. And I have yeah, no idea yeah. what this thing even is. Like, I think it's recording the audio. Yeah, I don't know. I use my camera and I keep it low. I don't even know this thing. So there we go. So it's just different levels of what you're good at. And that's the cool thing about life. Like everyone has different skills in different areas. And that's why we all got to help each other. That's That's why why all coaches have coaches. Okay. And so anyway. And and that's what I so I found out like last night like you you had a coach right you, you have a I coach. have a coach yeah I paid a lot was, of money for yeah. that multiple uh, five figures yeah yeah and I I'm in Miami right now flew because I was coming to an event here decided to stay a bit longer but I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that and it's like I'm spending money on staying in Airbnbs and I'm constantly investing into my business but back to what we were talking about yeah um, you're, you are good you are good at like not spending a, a ton of money. Like like oh, being smart, right? Like, Hell yeah! Uh, yeah. People are. If I were you, I would have bought like 
a, like a really, really, really nice, nice car. car. <laughs> I just, I, I just bought one, and, and I don't make like nearly as much as you do. Like I'm not, I'm not near. I have my vices, you know. Right. <laughs> I buy. You, like, you don't have like. Too, do you have any vices? Well, things that you're really into. That you that you spend too much money on. Oh. That don't like benefit your business. No. Yeah. That's it's, that's what I thought. That's great. I recently bought some Gucci shoes because I was really just like I need to get better at spending. Money. Oh yeah, they're, they're nice, the white ones. Right. Yeah. But here's the thing. I mean, now everything that I spend money on is like because it's something that I'll enjoy, like I travel and things like that. Like I'll book business class flights. Yeah. And stuff. That's... But at the same time. My Amex, I get points as well. So I'm collecting points right now. I don't have enough to spend because of the Facebook ads. And I don't know. I just don't need things. I just, sure. I don't like things. I don't need it. I love what I do. And it's like, what Hopefully do I... that can become like that. Right. But at the same time, I don't think it really matters. I, it's not that I'm afraid to spend money or that my money mindset sucks. It's just that I don't need things. It's like if I see a pair of... If I see... Yesterday we were in a shop and I saw a jacket and a skirt that I liked. But overall, it came out to like a grand. And I'm like, I'm not going to spend a grand on that. Like, that's that's just not worth it. I could yeah. buy some, I could buy a hotel for a long time. It's like, what am I going to get more value from? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, yeah. But anyway, back to what we were yeah. saying. After, mm, if we're done with, um. Okay, well, we haven't even got into, mm, yeah. Mm. We've just, be- <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even got into, um. <laughs> What you do after the outreach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so after the outreach, obviously, you ask them, well, the first thing is the compliment and the question. You could do question and compliment. People get so obsessive about making sure things are perfect. Like, it doesn't need to be 100% perfect. But then after that, you want to get on the topic of your zone of genius and your outcome, right? So if you were having people get all these downloads on their podcast, obviously, you've already at this point asked that, how long have you had a podcast question? So then it's like, cool, so what's your ultimate goal with that? So you want to find out what their goal is. After that, you want to find out what they are already doing. I'll break down the money-making messaging as a whole, okay? So the first step is starting the conversation. That's going to be someone either coming in to your messenger, whether that's from you having a call to action on a podcast or a piece of content or a Facebook ad or whatever. They come into messenger, whether it's on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, whatever platform. After that, you're then going to ask them about their goals, and obviously, you could be reaching out to people as well. And then you quickly want to ask them about their goals related to the topic that you help them with. Okay, so for me, I would ask them, what's your goal with your online business? For you, you would ask them, what's your goal with growing your podcast? For a fat loss coach, you would ask them, what's your goal when it comes to your physical appearance and health? Okay, you just get on the topic of their goals. After that, you want to ask them, what are you already doing to reach that goal? So for you, someone might be, saying, oh, well, I've tried uploading a few podcasts. For me, they might be saying, I've tried reaching out to people on social media and posting content. For someone who's trying to make someone lose fat, it might be, oh, well, I've tried this diet and this diet and I'm working out three days a week, right? Then next after that, you want to say, oh, that sucks. None of that's working. Do you have a coach who's helping you with that? You don't need to ask if they have a coach. Sometimes you can just say, oh, is there anything else that you're finding hard? You want to get on struggles, okay? Once you're on struggles, it's really important that you really understand why they're finding it tough. Because you need to make sure that you can actually help create a solution for them. And just backtracking to goals a bit, if you are talking to them and you can't help them hit that goal, 
you know, it's like you don't want to keep talking to them. You're just oh. like, oh, wow, that's an awesome goal. Uh-huh. Like, have a nice day. Okay. Don't, don't say that, but just sure. don't, don't be an asshole. Sure. But then with struggles, there are really two key struggles that hold people back. Firstly, there's the, the methods that they're using. It's their strategy. So if their strategy sucks, then obviously they're not going to be reaching their goals. And the second thing is their mindset. Okay, their mindset is going to be holding them back. So you want to understand their system struggle and their mindset struggle. And after that, then you can move on to the third step, which is clarifying and verifying. So it's like, okay, so from my understanding, this is your goal. This is what you're doing to try and get there. And it sounds to me like the reason why you're not getting there is because of this. Okay, and then they're going to be like, yeah. Ah. And then you say to them, okay, so I'm pretty sure I can help you, but I want to see you win either way. So mind if I ask you a couple of questions to make sure that you're a good fit for my coaching. Okay. Oh, you're, t- you're escalating to, to that. Oh, yeah. And then you say, cool. What it, then they'll reply back yeah. saying yes. And then I'll say, uh. okay, cool. So on a scale of one to ten, how bad do you want this? Ten being... You just assume these people can afford it. Hold up. Hold up. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So it's like on a scale of one to ten, how bad do you want this? Ten being I'm going to help you get to your goal without your struggle. And when I say goal and struggle, don't say goal and struggle. Insert what they said. Okay, so... On a scale of 1 to 10, Jordan, how bad do you want to make this online coaching business happen? 10 being you'll do anything as long as it generates you a million a year without the, I don't know, what's something you feel like you're struggling with? My, I'm struggling with, you know, being too comfortable and even, uh, you know, breaking, I'll be very candid here, like even breaking six figures per year. Okay, so uh, it's I'd like say- my ceil- It's like, I feel like it's this glass ceiling right now that like, I have this mental block around. Right. So I'd say to you, as it's be like, frustrating. Hey, Jordan, on a scale of one to ten, how bad do you want to make this happen? Ten being you hit that six-figure mark and more, without <sighs> continuing to doubt your abilities, because mm-hmm. that would hit you, mm-hmm. right? And then you'd be like ten, and I'd be like, sure. Are you are you sure about that? And you'd be like, yeah. And I'd, I'd be like, physically, financially, mentally, you'd be all in. And you'd be like, yeah. But if you said nine, I'd be like, why not a 10? And then you'd start giving me your objections. And you'd be like, oh, well, I just don't have enough money right now to invest into my business. And then it's down to me then to like overcome the objections and get them up to a 10. Now, if you come in and you say you're a three, (laughs) I'm just like, okay, well, why are you not a 10? And then you'd be like, oh, I'm just not really that interested right now. Don't waste your time replying back to them. And then once you finally get them to that 10, You've overcome their objections, then you invite them on a phone call. And then on the phone call is where the mm, sales happens. Mm. Yeah, the wrong way to do this, and we're, you guys were, we were talking about it at dinner last night, like, you know, Sam, want to get on a phone call, like, first mess. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, but anyway, Ooh. like, so so we're assuming, though, that these people can uh, afford the, the services, probably because, maybe because, you know, we, we kind of curated who we're talking to in the first place. You know, we looked up, like, you know, lawyer, uh, you know, whoever it is well, that we know has money that we want to coach. Well, some people do go for lower income people, like university students. But here's the thing, and uh, I think—that's—I uh, feel like it's a losing business model. Uh, it depends. It really does depend. We're talking about like really changing lives here. So the thing is, and I think you haven't really been in the industry much at all. No. So right now, your way of thinking is incorrect because mm. if people really want an outcome. They're going to get resourceful. Yeah. Okay? Okay. So if you're a university student and you are struggling with being super, super overweight, 
you're like 50 pounds overweight and you're at risk of disease, then you're going to get resourceful and find five grand to pay a coach, mm. right? If you have to borrow money from all your friends and your parents, like people will go ahead and do that because they know that they need that result more than anything else. That's why the outcome is so is this important. What, is that example like Catherine Nash? Is that what she helps people with? Um, Catherine Ash coming on the podcast next week. So. Hers is a little <laughs> bit different, right? And she goes to people who are a little bit older. She's a client of mine as well. Yeah. And so with regards to her and her clients, she'll she's really helping people like when it comes to their body and their mind. But it's typically people who have been struggling maybe with like fears around food and things like that. And so they really want to make sure that they can finally have that freedom. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just a case of realizing that it's not about the price. Sure. It's about the outcome. But at the, so at the same time, I am going to ask, like, what are we charging people here? What should what what do your clients like charge people? Anywhere what does between, it depend on? Right. So most of my clients is between two to fifteen k. Uh-huh. So it really depends if you're if you're B to B. Two to fifteen k for like what though? Taking them to the outcome. I'll talk about oh. the impact offer in a minute, right? But basically, when it comes to how. Let me start from where I was at. Sure, sure. Okay, so when it comes to, like, pricing, if if you're in B to C, so you're helping people with, um, typically it's, like, dating or therapy or fitness, health, like, anything to do with that, B to C, you can't charge as much. So I'd normally say it has to sort of be under, like, 6K, right, for a 12-week or an 8, 12- or 16-week program. And then when it comes to B2B, it can be yeah. really anything. Who, so B2B, who do you reach out to? For it, with it, someone within a business, someone who's making the, de- making the decision the maker, yeah. Normally the business owner, uh-huh. right? Or uh-huh. the decision, like the CFO. So B2B is higher. Oh, yeah, yeah of yeah. course. That's yeah. what I thought, yeah. I mean, B2B could be anywhere. Like none of my clients are charging any more than 15K because we're not really – we're more so going with people who are wanting to have like that laptop lifestyle yeah. rather than – building like a massive corporation yeah yeah so sorry no i mean some of them want to build massive corporations like what we're working on doing right now but ultimately like a lot of them aren't really there yet Uh they want to get to their first few like six figures yeah so we um you know we define the outcome we uh you know we 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 search for you know for clients, right? Right. And uh, get them on the call if yeah, they're get a good them on fit. the call. And then, so we now we and we you know went through the the mm, oh yeah and to get them on the call. And then we we have a client. Right. How do we t- and we charge them for the outcome? How do we take them to the outcome? Is it a series of phone calls? What is what is right. it? Right. <laughs> this is so funny. Okay, so we came up with this thing called an impact offer because one on one coaching people typically just do Zoom calls and. You know, that's not good enough to really be charging that sure. high price point. I feel bad. Your hair's blowing all over the place. Oh, keep... it's okay. But then when it comes... Yeah, you got your hair all nice. But when it comes... I went through a lot to get this hair to what it is today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Went through so much. Well, I sat in a hair salon for four and a half hours the oh, other day. Man. So you can't complain. But anyway, so um, we found that doing an online course or a membership site or just coaching or just consulting and all that, it just isn't enough, you know, to be charging that high price. So you need to be basically merging together coaching, consulting, and a course. So your course is the A to Z. It takes them to the outcome. They could do it on their own if they wanted. But people pay a high price because they want the accountability and they want to work with you hands-on. 
So the coaching guides them along the online course. And then the consulting happens because some people will start sort of like all over the place. Like people will be all starting, they aren't going all from A to Z. Some people are starting on like five (laughs) because they aren't even on the alphabet. They're so far off it, right? They need to be brought onto (laughs) that first. Some people start on G, so they just need to miss the beginning part, and that what that's where you consult them, and you're you're gonna say, hey, you need to start here because you already have all this experience. Right. Okay, so what's the difference between coaching and consulting here? So coaching is really about like asking questions to help people get the answer themselves, whereas consulting is you telling them what to do. So if I'm asking you a bunch of questions, I'm coaching you to help you figure out the answer yourself. But then consulting is where you're literally okay. This is what you do. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so basically, um, we call it an impact offer, right? And an impact offer is these Combining three things these two, so all yeah. together, taking someone to that outcome. Mm. And so, yeah, like, no one really cares. Like, you know, people don't want the drill, they want the hole when they're putting up a painting. People don't care about the videos they get and the phone calls. They care about the outcome. So it's down to the coach or the consultant to figure out the best way to get them to the outcome. And then what happens when you get them to the outcome? Then you resign them. To do what? A continuity you took them to the outcome. Well, they still need continued support. If they have got to the outcome 100%, then that's fine. But here's what we do. We have people have an impact offer. And then on the back end, because that's going to be 8, 12, or 16 weeks. Yeah. And then after the end of that, then there's a continuity program where you can charge your clients for six months and they get continued support. And what we've done with ours is we've created a series of different projects which we assign to people as and when they need them. Because you don't want to give people everything all at once because they get overwhelmed. Projects? Yeah. So a project could be for our business. Okay, here's how you're going to do our special Facebook ad strategy, which runs them into Messenger. Because obviously we want to get them into Messenger for the money-making messaging method. Right? Here's your project to help you build out your webinar. Mm-hmm. We teach them how to do that in that. But we don't want to give them it all at once. Because otherwise they're going to be overwhelmed. People often think when they're creating an online course or something, they need to give everything. But actually you're doing your client a disservice through doing that. You need to give them as little as possible to take them to that outcome. And then once they've reached that outcome, people always want more. People always want more. So yeah, I'm going to show you how to get, I'm going to show you how to lose 20 pounds of body fat. Okay, cool. You get there. Okay, cool. Now I'm going to show you how to no longer have to track macros and diet and and I'm going to show you how to eat sustainably. Okay, cool. Now you've done that. You want to gain some muscle. All right. I'm going to take you to that. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. What happens if you... How long does it... Let's say in your business, you know, making people into six-figure earners, six-figure coaches, how long does it take for you to take people to that outcome? I mean, it varies so much. Mm. Some people will do it in like two weeks. Some people will do it in like some people won't. Some people won't get that. Some people. Uh-huh, some people will uh-huh. never get that. That's, a, right? yeah, that's what. That's what's gonna ask. Like, then, then what happens? You, what do you, What do you say? I get on a phone call with them and I'm like, Hey, look. I mean, we both know that you didn't totally put in all the work that you needed to. So, I mean, do you want to continue with us? Like, we can help you. We'll give you extra support and accountability. Or maybe, maybe this just isn't for you. Yeah. But it can just happen, though, on the other hand, and it can just happen in two weeks because because of all these steps and the, the mm, like, you could have some phone calls, like, tomorrow. Right, of course, today. today. Yeah. Yeah, right. You could have phone calls today. I think it's just, like, people have such a perfectionist mindset, and perfectionism is going to kill people. People, people package, package, people think they are a perfectionist, but actually they're just procrastinating. You know, it's like you shouldn't be 
a perfectionist because it's not going to move you forward. It's better to move forward a tiny bit and just actually do it and learn from it than to stay where you're yeah. at, right? Because, like, I think with procrastination, it's like you can either just get it done and then you have the freedom on the other side of it or you can be like, oh, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. It takes and up you, all this headspace. You have this weight on your shoulders and in your head, whereas if you just did it, it's done and you're free. And then you can move on to more stuff or go and do something else. I don't know. I would do more stuff. You but. were talking to me... Last night when we were in that, uh, I think it was Saks Fifth Avenue, about, like, you should just buy this so you're not, like, thinking Right. Yeah. Are you still thinking about it? No, I don't even remember what it was you wanted me to buy. Well, no. Again, like, as I mentioned, I don't care about material things. It was those red shoes. It was those red shoes. Right. The the loafers. It's just like, I have red loafers, but mine are $30. Those were $700. Yeah. I mean, a good example is, like, I really want this over-the-shoulder bag. Uh Uh-huh. Right? And it's, like, two grand or something. I keep thinking about it, and I should have just bought it like six months ago when I first wanted it. It's just dumb now. To yeah, you this can point. afford it, right? More than like, like. It, but I kind of I keep thinking, oh, it's pointless. But then when I'm out and about, I'm like, actually, no, it would be useful, yeah. right? So I'm gonna get it. So, <laughs> I will buy it, but yeah. it's just it's it was just dumb that I didn't get it back then because I could have had all the utility from it. Yeah, you know who I want to hire you, Steve Jordan. Steve Jordan. And you know, you know, we, oh, we yeah. talked about the the trainer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want. I really want Steve Jordan to hire you. I'm going to talk to him. He has all the credibility, man. He would I kill know. it. And he, he would kill it. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, I, can, I, I can talk to you off the air about it. I, I, oh, yeah. I really want to connect, connect you guys. He would I'll, be I'll a great client. Yeah, I, that's, that's what I'm saying. Now, the thing with him is, though, like, he has so many clients that come into his studios, so many in-home clients, and, like, he's always complaining, like, that he doesn't have time to do certain right. things. Right. He needs so, to take himself out of the business. So we can focus mm. online. He, yeah, he'd been thinking of taking a hiatus in in, um, in April to. Yeah, it, I mean. That, so so the, and, and this might be like a perfect time to really build an online business with you. Totally, I think that's the thing though as well. People think they have to stop doing yeah. what they're currently doing in order to build online, maybe. But it's uh, not the case, you know. For example, with him. Just scale back. No, 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 no. Not at all. He already has clients. All he needs to do is find Uh-oh. a junior personal uh-huh. trainer, pay them half. And then he gets basically free money, you know. So he's done that with me before. I've covered for him in LA when he goes on right. vacation. Yeah. And I and yeah. Exactly. And I go in there and So just do uh, that, then that means that he has the revenue. Not that, coming now in. that's years ago. I don't do that and I'm not doing that uh, anymore. But, but he has, he, he's done it with other people right. too. Right. So he has revenue coming in so he can yep. continue on basically working for free before he gets clients, which he could probably do in a day. But, you know, people like to know the worst case scenario. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. uh so for other people other than Steve Jordan, newonlinecoach.com. But, I mean, you get most of your leads and people that are interested through Facebook Messenger, through... Instagram Messenger. Instagram, yeah. uh, at Lauren Tickner. Just send a message, like, if you're interested. What about LinkedIn? LinkedIn as well. LinkedIn is obscenely busy. So if you want to get the quickest response, message me on Instagram. Because uh, that's, I don't know, it's just, like, easier for me to check. Because LinkedIn, I have hundreds cool and i really need to go yeah. through all of that so i i told you yesterday like we're we're walking i told you i asked the tough questions and you're like all right give me a okay, tough, okay. Yeah, give me a tough question and i was like i don't want on the spot like right now it's you oh. know there's no context to the con- we were like walking to brickle yesterday yeah like, i didn't have anything okay. so i have this i have a tough question now given the context of this conversation it hit me so the cliche that people like knock the coaching industry for is like coaches who coach coaches to become coaches <laughs> right right i feel like that is sort of your business. Oh, no, that what is do what you I say, do. What do you say to that? That's what I do. Yeah, that is absolutely what yeah. I do because I built a really successful 
online fitness coaching company and my methods like really worked. And so for me, coaches who coach coaches to be coaches is so frustrating when they've never had their own business because they know that it's super profitable because a lot of people want to be online coaches or consultants now, but they just do all the same things and they teach the same methods and the strategies. Whereas like I teach exactly what I do and what I did, like the exact same methods that I'm sharing with you here, we use in our business Exactly. every single day. And And I I even asked you yesterday, I was like, are you going to be comfortable sharing all of this so candidly? And you're like, like, why not? You were, Hell you were yeah. so like, so didn't care. It actually like took me aback. I was like, I was like, really? You know? Yeah, I was like, surprised. You, like, you were I, surprised. I, I was like, I was literally like, are you, is there anything you're going to be comfortable like, not uncomfortable sharing like yeah. or, or saying on there that that I should be aware of? And right, because like, and you, so you've bared all everything that you talked about today. Point being, yeah, you've like this is this is literally what you do in your business. Yeah, because like ultimately, I want I've people to it. be successful. Because, like, I worked in a corporate job where I was so unhappy. And now I'm, like, on this balcony here in Miami in this, like, really cool area. Yep. And so... And you're just traveling throughout the U.S. for the next 90 days? Yeah. And... 88, right? Because if it's 90... Yeah. But oh, yeah. anyway, so... so Off with, with our head. <laughs> yeah, literally. I don't want to know what Trump would do to yeah. me. No, but seriously, <laughs> though. Like, I, I just think that... That's another thing, though. Like, sharing information. Share everything. Like, don't hold back. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's tactical ways in which you can create content. For example, you know, it makes more sense to share the what and the why rather than the how. You know, I've, I kind of did that today without even realizing. It's like, well, I shared some how-tos. But again, like, I know that if people who are really serious about it, they'll go and get a coach yeah. to help them. Like, and I'm not annoyed that I took so long to get coaches. I would always buy courses and just listen to podcasts and things like that. But when you have a coach, it's like literally guides you step by step and you can just ask questions. You don't have to ever Google. Yeah. Like literally the aim for my clients is like Google isn't even a thing yeah. because I don't want to have to have them waste their time yeah. Googling things. Coaches are something that I'm just, you know, with really within the past few months realizing myself, realizing for myself finally like the value of them. I have a, yeah. I have a speaking coach now. Uh, for my upcoming TED Sounds Talk. Sounds awesome, yeah. And, uh, by, yeah, by the time this episode's out, the TED Talk will probably have happened. And um, uh, his name's John Bates. And, you know, after, after um, you know, he's helping me prepare for the TED Talk, we're going to help launch my, uh, you know, have a little complimentary speaking career. Like, he, right. it's something that, that's the outcome he takes people to. Yeah, there we go. It, 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 yeah, he's a... He's a speaking coach. He helps people make a lot of money, right. a lot of money from yeah. speaking. There we go. I think one mistake that people do make with coaching online is like they do it so cheap. He doesn't. No. $16,000. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. But a lot of people will charge like 200 bucks a month. Yeah. Oh, my God. It makes more sense to have the impact offer, like I said, take people to the outcome, charge a high price tag for that. And then on the back end of that, have them on a continuity and always collect as much money up front as possible. Yeah. If you never do more than like a, a long payment plan, you want to just have it like upfront, split out into two or split out into three. Yeah, yeah. So I know, I, I know this is, is been a while here. I just have so many questions. I have, I have like well, it's one good more. thing you have me helping you. Yeah. Um, so like, like real quick, like what are some essential software tools that, that come to mind for you to like build this coaching business? I know you use Acuity for like your scheduling and, and calls, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we got Acuity. Is there anything else that like, I know you use, you, you use Teachable still. I use Thinkific. You use Thinkific. Again, like it really, it really depends where you're at in your business. Like at the beginning, 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 
I say like have a way in which to get clients and have a way to deliver results to clients. So Acuity and Teachable, Thinkific, Kajabi, whatever you want to use. Um, personally, I like Thinkific the most, uh, having tried all the other ones. Right now at this stage, like in the beginning of like sort of where, the year that we're at right now when this podcast goes up. But then when it comes to anything else, I think people get stressed about that type of thing. If you're doing calls with clients, use Zoom, you know, don't stress about it. When you get into like higher level, you want to be doing maybe a webinar software and you want to be having like many chats to do messenger bot and all that. But like beginning stages before you're at like at least 100K a year, don't stress about those other things. Focus on getting clients, like making offers to people, getting on the phone and enrolling clients. Okay. So two or one, I'm going to go through it all here. One, define the outcome. Two, target market. Three, get clients using... mm, and phone calls, yeah. We didn't speak and, about and high on, ticket sales here, like yeah. high price phone sales. We were talking about this yesterday, like high ticket sales. Like it's basically instead of thinking about it as, as high ticket sales, think about it as high transformation sales. Yeah. And then money, the high price point is just a way in which to get yeah. your clients to commit and to allow you to feel like you really want to give it your. Yeah, the rest people can learn from you in in your courses and your program. Right. I, I really which. You know, not everyone's going to do, but... Oh, yeah. Um, Jordan's in there, so... Yeah. But with that said, I think it's, like, realize as well that I don't do all of this myself. It's, like, oh, I have, have a, a team. great team, yeah. Yeah, and, like, it's, like, that's how scalable this is, right? This year, we want to hit 2.5 mil, and then when it comes to next year, like, it's going to be considerably higher than that. It's scalable because um, you have, like... What do you have people doing for you? Like, everything. Yeah. Yeah, everything. And that's the thing. I mean, it's, like... You don't have to continue coaching and fulfillment and everything. Like, this just is a realize legitimate coach, coaching business. It's a business. This it's is a business. legit. Right. Like, this is not like it goes back to like what I said in the beginning. Like, a lot of coaches I don't respect. Like, not only are they frauds, but they're like they're just like freewheeling, like you know, riding by the seat of their pants. Like, right. like no systems. No, you have a proven systems is everything. Proven repeatable process f- within your business for your people to follow and outside of your business for your client or for your clients to follow. Yeah. You know, yeah. I see you even do a screen recording of, of a little task, a new task that you want to be implemented within your business. I do that too. Yeah. But it takes yeah. me like a week. I think about for a week, like, oh, I got to do this screen recording for oh, this task really? that I want to outsource. And you just like, we're talking about it. And then you're like, and the next thing I know, I look over, I hear you and I look over you and you're like, record. I'm like, oh my God, is she it's recording for this? It's now already and he's already done it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I, you, it takes you a week? Yeah, I have like this mental block around Oh, that's head. so interesting. Yeah, I'm one of those people where I'm just like, it comes to my mind, I'm doing it then. Oh my gosh. Because if I don't, I forget. And even if I write it down, then it's like that weight on me. Yeah. It's like, oh, I still have to do this. And then I start yeah. to resent it and that resentment builds up. And then I never want to do it. Yeah, so no. I'm just like, just get it done. Other things I go like, you know, I make those decisions without hesitation. I have yeah. whole, so many good things in my life have come from making these decisions without hesitation my mm-hmm. podcast my book every every good thing pretty much I've just like like oh I'm gonna do it yeah I need to implement it with this I need to bring that oh, mindset yeah. over trust like, me I'll give you some of that Lauren, I need to do it Lauren with, taking the energy yeah I gotta do it with my coaching business I gotta do it with with you know recording doing these screen recordings right. and, but yeah I think um, I think we covered everything Lauren like this oh, yeah. is I, I've, I asked like every question I wanted to ask there we go. I know when I'm going to bed tonight I'll think of like another one that I was I, like I should have asked we can always but, like but you're, film it on yeah. Zoom and edit it in if we need to. <laughs> but this has been great. I mean, I, I I think that this should be really useful for a lot yeah. of people. And I think it's just a case of like 
just get going. If you if you're thinking about it, it shows that you want to do it. So just go ahead and make it happen. Yes. Lauren Tickner, I, I really appreciate you. This has been one of my favorite episodes on Aww, this balcony amazing. here in Miami. And I this is this. the beginning. Like, mark my words, before the end oh, of yeah. this year, you'll have more than 100K in the bank mm. and hopefully not too many sports cars because, you know, you've got to be sensible. Well, I almost, I almost have, like, you know, like I, it, I just don't make 100K per year. Right, right. I have a lot extra. I have a lot saved up. Yeah. I don't have, I don't have... I mean, per year, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll make it yeah. happen. I, I know, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, I think it should be more like 100k a month, but we'll get you to that yes. first goal. Yeah, exactly. Killing it. Awesome. Appreciate you. There we go. We've reached the end of this episode of Growth Mindset University. For more keys to success and methods to inspire your entrepreneurial spirit, head to jordanparis.com slash course and enroll in our free course to elevate your podcast to the next level. Be sure to pass the show along to someone you know who will benefit from the lessons learned in each episode and we'll catch you and them on the next episode of Growth Mindset University.